Welcome to Pull Up a Chair, the podcast birthed from Dinner Theater Church. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Debbie Moylan, and I have the honor and privilege of curating an eclectic gathering of theater artists here in North Central Massachusetts. We gather to share our stories, to wrestle with our questions, all the while gathered around shared meals. What's amazing is that it is not our faith that is the unifying element. It's theater. If you are a theater artist, you will recognize the importance of narrative. And so we offer you these very personal stories of theater artists, their faith journeys, and how they were able to find community at this crazy experiment called Dinner Theater Church. We hope that their stories will inspire you on your own journey. Welcome and pull up a chair. Hey there, everybody. I welcome you back to this next edition of our fabulous podcast involving this incredible group of people that have been gathered around this unique expression of a new church called Dinner Theater Church. Hmm, we don't know, but my guest tonight is Kareen, Kareen Farnsworth. Yes. And uh, Kareen has been a dear friend of mine for a long time. And uh, we met uh, when she first came to another church that I lead, Sanctuary in Ashby, Massachusetts, Mm -hmm. and got to know she and her two daughters very, very well. And she's a gifted woman, especially with kids, working with kids. She's talented in so many ways and just a joy to have around and has just recently discovered... A theatrical gift. What? She has dipped her toe in and begun <laughs> acting, first with the crucible, stage management, so many other things. And so now we get to spend more time together, not just in church, but in creating art. So I welcome Kareen tonight. Thank you so much for that. That was lovely. <laughs> now to live up to all that. <laughs> <laughs> so easy to do. Come on. So um, here we are. Um, I've expressed a little bit of how I know you to be. So come on, tell me or tell our listeners exactly who you are. What makes you tick? What What is and who is Kareem? Yeah. <laughs> the depths of who you are. What a question. <laughs> um, well, yes, I am a mom of two that consumes every minute of every day, for sure. And we are in the new adventures of teenage roller coasters. Bum, bum, bum. (laughs) And it is truly an adventure. Exciting. Up and down and all around. Um, I'm a teacher by trade, which I do adore. Um, And it's been great actually recently switching roles from teacher to assistant director. So it's been a nice way to challenge myself in that way so that um, because burnout is real, especially in early childhood. Man, oh, man. So that's been a nice way to challenge myself, but still be doing what I absolutely love. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, as my daughter had said, it's easy to be overstimulated. Yes. A lot of input going on right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And how to manage that and manage both internally and externally. <laughs> so um, I met you at church when you first yes. came into Sanctuary. So you were somebody that has um, at least some semblance of a history within the context of the Christian church. Mm-hmm. Um, so would you mind telling uh, the people listening 
what your journey has been, what your faith journey has been up until the time that we began this unique little gathering. Sure. I um, I grew up going to church. That was um, my dad. My dad grew up Catholic. And that's something that he chose to um, continue on in his family. I'm the oldest of four. And um, it was something, it became something special, I feel, between my dad and I, because I ended up just consistently going with him every Sunday as my sisters kind of dropped off, you know, (laughs) not wanting to go as, you know, girls do at, you know, they're, you know, uh, as they get older, right? Um, I just really enjoyed going. And we went to a Baptist church locally and um, I just, I enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed being a part of that with my dad. It was something that I never questioned um, which I find interesting, especially in conversations in our um, theater church gathering. Um, I never questioned the existence of God and his, um, you know, his role in my life, so to speak. Um, I always believed in that higher being. And uh, when I was in high school, I became uh, great friends with those who were involved in this um, retreat of sorts that just ministered to teenagers. And it kind of renewed my perspective on having that relationship, you know, that, you know, God isn't just this being that is out of reach, you know, that you can have that relationship with Jesus, you know, as they talk about. And, um, And it was just amazing to be part of something mm. to be part of a community of kids you know like-minded same age um trying to maneuver you know high school and have these you know strong beliefs at the same time and what that looked like and so it was great to be a part of that um even went to after graduating i went to um a christian college and got married and did you know all the things um and i don't know my relationship with christianity and religion which i feel are almost two separate things mm. has grown and evolved um and changed as i've you know gone through life and learned more in college, what was interesting is um, learning how the church can be um, a little political. Mm. And that was an interesting twist in my journey to see how jaded people can be or get. And that even in a Christian community or at a Christian college or in churches, there can be those, you know, hierarchies of, um, oh, you can, you need to do this, or you need to be this way, mm. or you need to be a Christian this long, or you know, there are certain things to hit certain um, qualifiers, I suppose, in okay. order to do certain things, whether in ministry or other things like that. So that was interesting too as I got older. Okay. Mm. So how did you find yourself? Um- uh, where where's the journey be- journey between um like the Christian College and where when I met you back in oh my goodness what was that 2012 2013 ish yeah yeah mm. so you met me in a time of my life when my world had been completely turned upside down <laughs> um 
My husband and I had been married for 11 years. We just got divorced the year or two before Mm -hmm. I moved back home, which I swore I would never do. There you go. Um, Yeah. So college was in Pennsylvania, moved back up to Massachusetts, um, had just had, my girls were young. You know, my oldest was, what, four or five, and um, my youngest had just been born recently, and um, I was coming to terms with what my life was, Mm. because when I was married, especially as a Christian, and my husband was a Christian as well, we, divorce wasn't even something that was in my radar, right? Like it just, I never thought it would happen. So I was wrestling with, okay, so what is life now? What does it mean to be a single mom? Um, How do I manage life Mm -hmm. and my faith at the same time? And I felt very broken, right? Because you're going through um, divorce for me, it was a grieving process. Yes, absolutely. You know, it was my mm-hmm. best friend. It was grieving a life that I thought I had, right, forever with, so to speak. So, so yeah, that was, you saw me at a very broken time for sure. And so sanctuary um, was important to me, not only because my family was accepted and you know, welcomed with open arms, um, which being a single mom of two young girls, that can be challenging in church in general mm-hmm. to manage, oh, is there great, you know, do they have Sunday school? Oh, my, you know, my baby is crying, you know, how is that going to <laughs> affect everybody else? Um, and those types of things. And it just, I never um, felt like I was a burden, for mm-hmm. sure. And then even through my own growth, I always felt supported and encouraged and loved as I made mistakes, as I um, wrestled with what was going on, um, both in my heart and my mind. Um, Yeah, so that was, it was important to feel that acceptance for sure. So you had a church family. You still have a church family, right? Mm-hmm. So you have a consistent body of people that you meet with um, on the regular yes. to worship yeah. together, to grow together, to fellowship together, to have relationship. Mm-hmm. So then I guess what is it about um, this dinner theater church <laughs> <laughs> that attracted you? Why, why would you then feel the need to be part of something that is an alternative kind of faith gathering? Well, I had just dipped my toe into the theater community (laughs) and, um, and realized that it really is, um, just, it's lovely. I feel, I don't know if that's the right word. No, it is. It's so, it's lovely to be, yes, to be part of something. Um, (laughs) (laughs) my daughter, um, my oldest, um, Especially when I had first dipped my toe and when I first um, took that step out and was a part of um, the crucible. Mm -hmm. My daughter at that time, my oldest, she was, what, 14-ish and definitely going through her own moments of wrestling with who she was and um, feeling accepted with family, with friends at school, um, in different realms of her own life. And... um, 
And so I, that's always important to me, even from her perspective, you know, but for myself as well. And so I figured, you know what, let's, let's try this because I want to try something new and different. And then stepping into what that um, community was, it was eye-opening and encouraging to know that, okay, I, here I am, a very um, straight white female who I can be accepted just as much as, you know, anyone else, which can feel really strange, I think. You know, knowing my daughter was wrestling with um, her own sexuality and, again, her identity and being on the flip side of that, knowing strongly who I was, I think it's just as important to know that oh, we all can be accepted and encouraged in whatever our journey is. So I think after dipping my toe into theater, it was, um, I just wanted to see what it would be like to have a different type of relationship with those people I had already met. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, what would it, what is it like? What are, um, to get different perspectives yeah, and to just take those relationships for a different, um, intimacy. Yeah. So a depth of relationship that, mm. um, I think you get a glimpse of when you do, um, a production with people, you have a glimpse of the possibility of a deeper yeah. relationship with people, but the natural rhythm is that the production closes and you strike the set and everybody kind of just dissipates, disappears. Yeah. yeah. And so now you have the opportunity to continue relationship and then even foster uh, greater understanding of one another mm-hmm. that you might not have those deeper conversations while, you know, blocking yeah. a scene or yeah. doing what you have to do. All right. Yeah. So, um, you have struggled with, um, your calendar because you're a busy <laughs> woman, but you've come as often as you have. So have there been, um, opportunities where you've experienced something that, uh, was a meaningful takeaway, a transformative moment, a moment where you went home and said that was an important topic, or um, I learned something about. So, is there something that you could take away from this past year or so that has been really meaningful to you mm. in this experience? Um, to witness and to have the honor of being part of people sharing and being vulnerable with mm. just who they are. That has been amazing to be a part of. And um, and I don't take that lightly because I know that can be really hard to open up to people who you know on different um, levels, right? And trust levels and sort that sort of thing. Yeah. So that's been really important. Um, and to hear everyone's perspectives <laughs> is amazing. To hear how some have questioned their own um, beliefs or mm-hmm. spirituality, to hear um, how others have experienced God or religion in different ways, mm-hmm. what their life experiences have been. Yeah. Um, it's been great to get something other than what to me has been very comfortable, traditional Sunday morning church. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So the the, uh, the beauty of being able to gather around a table to break bread mm-hmm. on the regular 
right? So um, that's a an important part of who we are as we gather, right? We oh, yeah. always have a meal together. We have a certain rule of life. I think about, you know, the Benedictine rule of life and how the uh, monastics live together. There's a certain way, these are the things that we do, and this helps yeah. us to live yeah. in community. And so we have a certain kind of rule of life um, as dinner theater church um, <laughs> that where we have a safe zone, right? Oh, safe yeah. zone, um, non-judgmental, we're not correcting one another, mm-hmm. we're allowing space for people to share. Um, has that influenced your, um, I guess, your experience experience of this community? And is that a difference from what you experience on Sunday morning? Oh, it's definitely a difference. Um, although I am active in... Um, being part of the of sanctuary and um, just the weekly, um, you know, our weekly meetings, you know, mm-hmm. um, being part of kids' church and that sort of thing. This um, this feels different in that I feel we're all a part of how um, this gathering is growing and evolving. Right, we're um, we have wonderful leadership. <laughs> However, uh, it feels much more like a collective. That it's this um, organic group of people. Right, this uh, it's something living and breathing and moving and flowing with how people are sharing and just being in the space. Mm. And so that feels a lot different for sure. Um, Yeah, it's pretty cool. And the food obviously makes all the difference. difference. (laughs) Um, So then, um, so it's been a positive experience for you Mm. um, and probably even for your oldest uh, Mm -hmm. when she was able to join us, which was – wonderful to have um, somebody in their teens and then, you know, people that are in their 60s and 70s around the table. Mm. We have an eclectic little assortment of people that gather. Um, So what would you say to maybe somebody that is, um, yeah, you know, you have an interesting background because you are solidly churched, right? Solidly churched. And not everybody in this group is. So how would you encourage somebody maybe that has um, been part of a faith community and continues to be if they want to explore what it could be to be part of something unique and fresh as far as a church expression that might meet uh, the needs of a unique group, mm. a unique demographic? I think, um, I think what people are looking for is different than the construct of church as we have known it. Meeting every Sunday morning, mm-hmm. um, listening to someone speak, uh, worship, you know, worship as in songs and whatnot tend to be part of that um, construct, so to speak, right? Or So I think to encourage someone who is, is um, part of that uh, faith-based tradition. I would encourage them to seek out something like this to follow where the people are leading, right? People are looking for that connection and that Mm. fellowship, but 
they aren't going to necessarily be so keen to come to church on Sunday morning. And that can be from their their life, right? What uh, what they've perceived church to be. Mm. And, um, and people make up the church. And so, unfortunately, what those interactions have been or potentially have been, you know, that definitely taints what people's view of church could be, regardless of what gathering it is. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a great way to um, be part of something that reaches people who need that connection who are seeking and questioning what their beliefs are, what their spirituality is, or they're questioning and they want to know. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's just such a great way to be part of that, right? To to encourage that journey in others and to um, learn along the way because we do not know everything, that's for sure. <laughs> we do not. We do not. All right, so you have this – I just hit my mic. We have this great collection of people. Mm. Um, we share food. Oh, yeah. We share our lives. Delicious food. <laughs> and we have a lot of laughs. Mm-hmm. Um, is there, do you think there's something that we could do differently? Is there something that has been missing? Is there something mm. in your journey that you think of that you you would recommend that we would augment what we do. Is there something? Interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting question. I don't know. (laughs) Well, I'm asking because you're, you know, your churchy background, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And if not, that's okay. It's, it's not, it, maybe it's just perfect the way it is. Right. Mm, I hate to think that that's the case, right? We've settled on the very answer. (laughs) <laughs> of how things should be. Not necessarily. That's it. Ding, 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 ding. ding we ding, found ding. it. <laughs> mm. I appreciate how um, how different people have had the opportunity to bring what you call the nugget, mm. right? The jumping off point of our discussions for the evening. I appreciate that because, again, you're bringing other people's perspectives, what they find either interesting or what they're wrestling with or um, what they're looking for other perspectives from. Yeah. And I that's something that I truly appreciate because um, it, again, it steers away from that um, traditional Sunday morning where you're following one person mm-hmm. who is stellar, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's, that is pretty cool because you it allows for everyone to feel more ownership too mm. of what this is turning into or becoming or continues to grow into, right? So I think that's that's pretty amazing. So I think just allowing people that opportunity will – perhaps steer us in that direction that we need to go. Okay. Hmm. So um, before we close then, uh, are there any like last minute thoughts that you have about this experience of a new church that I haven't thought to ask you? Anything that you think is important for people to know or for your own journey that you want to share? And and I, I guess I'm asking um, kind of just like, 
you are who you are. You you are the culmination of the experiences that you've had. Mm. Is there something that you think somebody would need to know um, that would spark something in their head that they go, oh, that's going to speak to my journey and um, my understanding of who I am and my next steps in my life? Is there something that you think you just need to share Hmm. from your perspective? That's a great question. Hmm. You know, um, I'm in a a time in my life where I feel kind of meh about everything. Meh. Right? Yes. Not really motivated. You're living life every day, going through the routines and that sort of thing. And sometimes when you're in that place, at least for me, I I am critical of myself that, oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I need to get back to this. I need to mm. get back to that, right? Um And what I appreciate um, being a part of is a place that, nope, I can come whether I'm motivated and passionate and driven or I'm feeling meh. You know, I can still come (laughs) as I am. (laughs) Doesn't have to be perfect. I don't need to be in a place of, oh, I've arrived, Mm -hmm. right? Because we're constantly – there was a time in my – in my life, especially my uh, Christianity, my journey, I felt as though I was always striving for this place of arrival, mm. right? Doing devotionals every day, um, being very holy, whatever that looks like and, you know, means. Um, and these different uh, points of uh, achievement, so to speak. Yeah. And and as I've grown and life has happened and um, – and I've listened to, you know, what I believe to be um, the Spirit of God calling me out or, you know, uh, being obedient to what those feelings are. Um, it comes and goes, but overall, I know that, okay, I need mm-hmm. to be surrounded by people where I can be accepted for whoever I am in that moment. And that's important because as I'm going through this journey of growth, um, AKA life, (laughs) that I know I'm going to be with people who are gonna accept me for whatever space I'm in. And that's really important. And yeah. Well, thank you for that. And I, I, I think as we close, I just wanna thank you so much for sharing your journey with me. And thank you for, um, the laughs and the joy that comes through in your voice. And thank you for your transparency and your honesty mm. and uh, just, yeah, just for sharing your journey. Thank, I thank you. you so much. Thank you. Thank you for creating this beautiful space. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Corrine, you couldn't have picked a more suitable field of work as you truly are a child at heart. Your laugh and your exuberance impact all around you. But sometimes we laugh easily to cover the pain we've experienced. And I know that is somehow true for you. Your rejection by the church, your grief at the loss of your marriage, and returning home with questions in your heart. And yet you found community, a place to call home. Although you might feel meh right now, (laughs) there is nothing meh about you. May you hear these words from Isaiah 62. Now I know this is for God's people, but I hope you will take these words to heart. 
you shall no more be termed forsaken, and your land shall no more be termed desolate. But you shall be called, My delight is in her, and your land married, for the Lord delights in you. Kareen, the Lord delights in you. Pull Up a Chair is a production of Dinner Theater Church, a unique artistic gathering and faith family in North Central Massachusetts. If you want to learn more about our community, we can be found on Instagram and Facebook. Our original music was composed and recorded by Layton Thomas. Podcast mixed and produced by Layton Thomas. Copyright 2023, Dinner Theater Church.